Welcome to the podcast of Unity Fort Worth. In it, you'll hear this week's message and meditation. If you'd like to hear and see the complete service, you can always find it at unityfortworth.org or on the Unity Fort Worth Facebook page. Unity Fort Worth focuses on positive and practical Christianity with a willingness to explore the entire world of religion and spiritual thought. Unity Fort Worth streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. All right, so today's Whitestone ceremony, and uh, I want to start out with just talking about what is it about. And in very simple terms, what Whitestone ceremony is about is setting of an intention for the year based on our inner knowing and willingness to show up as a divine. That's very different to a New Year's resolution. A New Year's resolution may include that, but often when I hear other people share with me their New Year's resolution, it's usually more or less something that is on the outside that they want to change about themselves. Here, what our task is for today is to get in touch with our inner knowing, which is also why we have a little bit of a shortened message and a longer meditation, so we can spend a little bit more time in meditation. And I want to make sure that everyone got a, a stone. Did everyone get a white stone? If you did not, please raise your hand. We have our ushers come around. There we have a couple of people. And the pen. And you don't have to use it if you don't want to, right? But you will understand what the white stone is about once we move into the meditation. And as I always say, if you already came with your perfectly created white stone and already have your word on it because you thought, you already knew what it's going to be for this year, my encouragement to you is to drop all that. Right? Be in the moment. See what's coming up. And I'm saying this for several reasons. And one of the reasons I not often share is that the power of community is different than the power of the individual. When we come together as a community with one mind, one heart, then that can actually elevate us into a higher way of being. And so it could be very well be that at home, you thought that your word for today, your name for today, is going to be this, but then as you are here, you will find, oh, wait a minute, I resonate with this more. And I want to encourage you to allow that to happen. Whitestone ceremony is based on John's Revelation chapter 2, 17. And it's a very complex passage, I would say. Let anyone who has an ear to listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches, we're okay there. To everyone who conquers, I will give some of the hidden mana. Ooh, what's that? And I will give a white stone, hence the white stone. And on the white stone is written a new name. Well, here is where we often lose most people. What's a new name? Right? That no one knows except the one who receives it. One of the things that we also encourage is feel free to write whatever you want 
on that stone, that is your new name. You don't have to have to share. You don't have to share it with anyone. That's your new name for this year. So let's look at the meaning of all this. In summary, we can say that the meaning of the Whitestone ceremony is about building upon the faith that we have by listening more deeply to conquer and overcome the world, to recognize the spiritual substance always available to us, which connects to the word abundance or prosperity, to receive with a pure, innocent heart our sacred intention for the year. That's what it is, right? So let's go a little bit more deeper into that. Because what you need to know about John is that, and there's many opinions around that. Scholars disagree, as they always do, with things like that. But John wrote Revelation fairly late, and certainly many, many years after, around 100, 110. Some say maybe 90 to 110 common era. That's roughly 70, 80 years after the ministry of Jesus Christ. And so some scholars say, well, no, no, he, he wrote this around the same time when Paul was writing his letter, which is around you know, 48, 52, 65 common era, to justify saying that that John, who was exiled onto the island of Patmos in Greece, that that John is actually the disciple John that we hear about in the gospel. Most scholars probably disagree with that. And yet John has a significance. John was exiled, and he was exiled by the Romans. The Romans who destroyed the temple in Jerusalem once again, which is also the inspiration of Mark, the gospel writer Mark, to write his gospel around the time of that destruction. John of Patmos then was exiled because he was prosecuted as being a follower of Jesus. He also was prosecuted for having been really involved in the entire ministry. Some may even say that he came out of the churches that Paul started. So there's a lot of interesting historical or allegorical fact around it, but certainly what we know about Revelation, it's different to anything else in the Bible. It's very difficult to interpret. It's difficult to read, difficult to understand, and so we need to find other ways of getting in touch with it. The reason why I'm explaining that about John is because some of what he is writing in 2.17 links back to the gospel, which for some scholars is a little bit of evidence that he has followed someone else coming out of Jesus' ministry, or the gospel have already been around. So for example, let anyone who has an ear listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches goes back to two verses, some say. Let anyone with ears listen. And I'll tell you, you're a Peter on this rock, I will build my church. 
and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. The second verse on the bottom is about faith. The Apostle Peter is representative of the power of faith in unity. He stands for faith. Whenever we struggle with faith, whenever we want to build upon faith, we can often look at the Apostle Peter and the stories around it. But then there is also in Matthew, Gospel of Matthew, saying, let anyone with ears listen. And some may ask, well, where's the connection here? Well, the connection is actually relatively simple. Peter was not his actual name. Peter's name was Simon. Peter, or Jesus called Simon, essentially Peter in the end. When you look up the meaning of Simon, Simon actually means to deeply listen. It's one of those factors we often forget in order to build upon our faith, we must deeply listen. Peter also has a meaning, a different meaning. Peter in the, in the Greek means rock. That's why some translators said that's why actually this bottom verse is there. In unity, we translate it a little bit differently. We say we need to build our church, our own spirituality on rock in order for it to be stable rather than on sand. But those are interconnected. Simon Peter, deeply listen, build upon our faith. And then you can see how this verse that John writes makes a little bit more sense. When we go into the meditation today, we need to listen. That's what we mean by going fresh into this. Deeply listen to your inner spirit and ask yourself, what is my new name? Not what you think you need to do. Not what you came up since the new year. You have to change about yourself so that you can look at yourself differently. No. You drop all of that, ideally, and you simply listen. So then the next part of, of the verse is to overcome to, to everyone who conquers, which connects to something in the Gospel of John, where Jesus says, I have conquered the world. That's another invitation during the meditation. Let's conquer the world. Let's not worry about, for a moment, about losing a couple of pounds or buying a Peloton and then using it as a, as a dish rack in a couple of weeks, right? Let's not worry about those things too much right now. Let's, let's go a little bit deeper. Let's take that inspiration that Jesus brought us in this very simple verse. I have conquered the world. I don't have to abide by this world. And today, we don't have to abide by this world either. We can go deep within spirit deeply connect with God, and then listen. I will give some of the hidden mana. And we're not going to read the whole thing, just what is highlighted in the middle there. Jesus again saying the Gospel of John, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. An interesting reference. He compares Moses to God. Moses means from the Hebrew, Hebrew meaning means to draw out to bring forward, to show up, 
And then God, obviously, is our infinite potential. He makes a simple reference. The bread, which we connect to substance and abundance and prosperity, that's what the bread means. The spiritual bread is out of which we create anything we like. But that creation is not enough. While we're still learning how to draw it out, it needs to come from spirit. A simple way of looking at this as well. And I will give a white stone. Not so much a scriptural reference, just the white stone connects to some of the symbols or some of the stones that have been used in some of the, the garments that the priests, uh, the Jewish priests used back in the day. So you see some of those meanings, a token of innocence, privilege, initiation, or good omen. Jewish high priest's headdress or breastplate, and it also connects to the Ten Commandments. So it has actually that symbol as well. It's a symbol you will carry with you. And on the white stone is written a new name, a new name for all who conquer, overcome the world, a new name written from Christ's consciousness, which is another way of saying written from the higher self, written from deeply within, written from the place when we learn to listen. And a new name representing God, the Father, Mother Principle, Christ, whatever name you're comfortable with using. And finally, that no one knows except the one who receives it. It's personal. It's private. It's sacred. A sacred covenant with oneself. And only those who receive a name receive a white stone. The very reason that you have a white stone means that you have already received a new name. In a few minutes, what we will do, we will just find it. And I've been doing this now for a number of years, and I have people coming up uh, all the time and say, you wouldn't believe when I got my new name during the meditation, I had something else in mind, but then I did what you said, I wrote something else on there, and it really bothered me. <laughs> I didn't want to write it, but I strongly felt that is my new name for this year. And as the year progressed, it became more and more clear what the new name is about. Remember, deeply listen. We build upon our faith that we already have. We conquer the world. It's sacred. It's ours. We don't have to give testimony. We don't have to share it if we don't want to. We certainly can if we would like to. So then again, we can go back to what the meaning is. To build upon faith by listening deeply, to conquer and overcome the world, to recognize the spiritual substance always, available to us to receive with a pure, innocent heart that sacred intention for the year. So I will begin with the meditation. And again, it's a little bit longer. We have our beautiful lights going in the front. 
So I just invite you to take a moment and settle yourself. And if you want, you can just take your stone and place it between your hands, give it some warmth, or place it anywhere you like, on your knees. And we begin first by simply relaxing. We relax into the who and what we are, which means we go much, much beyond slowing our thoughts down or controlling our feelings. We relax so much that we allow that depth of perfection to come forward. And of course, we can lower our gaze or close our eyes. That's comfortable. Place our feet flat on the ground. Place our hands wherever we're comfortable. Relax our shoulders. Relax our back. And as we are relaxing and allowing spirit to take place, allow ourselves to bring that inner knowing forward, we're letting go. We're letting go of anything that may stand in the way. We let go of any doubts that we have let go of any beliefs that may stand in the way of being free. We let go of any limitation, any regrets. We simply release what needs to be released today to receive that new name. This is a sacred time, a time that is for us, that is private, a time that allows us to communicate with spirit, the universe, with nature, with God, to communicate with that which represents the highest the most good, perfection itself. We allow this sacred time to take place 
in the understanding that we are sacred too. We would not be here if we weren't sacred. The very existence of humanity is proof of that sacredness. And whether we have still worth stuff to work on or stuff we, we don't like about it, us or each other, that doesn't take away from that spirit and the preciousness of who we are. Also, we remember that John of Patmos, who wrote Revelation, wrote not about the end of the world, but about good news, about uncovering, about bringing forth something that is hidden, that hidden mana, that hidden bread, that substance that we seek, that we aim for, so that we can create what we desire. John also makes a, a promise. He promises us that if we listen, then we will be able to write. And you may already be ready to write on your stone right now. And if you're not, that's okay. We have plenty of time. If we listen, we will be able to write. And what will be written is our new name, a name we may already know, a name that comes up for us so strongly that we have confidence in it. Or maybe a name that's still very subtle and brief and gentle. John's code, as many sometimes consider his writing to be a code, a way of understanding something more deeply. His code also tells us to hang in there, to, to not despair, to not give up. To hang in there and be ready to receive that gift that hidden mana, that new name, that white stone. Because you will receive a gift because you already are this gift. There's a reason why you're here, in person or online. There's a reason why you give yourself the time 
to step back and carefully listen. There's no accident that you're here. Faith is also trust. When we listen more deeply, we sometimes trust or have to trust as well. And finally, you can simply ask. You can ask for your name. If you're unsure or not clear, you can ask yourself, ask God, ask nature, the world, spirit, what is my name? Is it freedom? What is it? Most importantly, let us all together be open. Ask questions such as, what is the essence of who I want to be this year? What do I need to learn? Where do I need to grow? How do I want to live? Where do I need to give? You will know when the work comes. And it could be any word, even a phrase. A word like honesty or truth, sober, love, friend, joy, compassion, faith, trust. Or pick a new career, a new path, a new place to live. There's no limitation what that name could be and you know because spirit knows you already know because spirit already knows and right now that higher self that divine expression is communicating with you So if you know right now, take your time and write it on your stone. But some of us won't, and that's okay. So we'll give it more time. There's no rush. But those who already know, you can write it on your stone. 
hold it in your hand. We just give it a moment of silence to listen a little bit more deeply. Just quiet the mind, quiet the heart, and be at peace. And as the word comes to you, becomes clear, and you write it down, give thanks and feel gratitude. Be assured that your essence will always be revealed. Your life will always be filled with goodness. You will always be loved, embraced, and honored. There's no moment in life where there's not the truth. Keep the stone with you. It is yours to keep. Keep it somewhere where you can connect. Put it in your pocket, in your purse, in your car, on your shrine, wherever you're guided to keep your name. And we give thanks for this gift as we slowly come back to this room and get ready to be present in our lives with our new name. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. You just heard this week's message and meditation. For the live streams and more information, go to unityfortworth.org.